0: Welcome to Graycast, exploring the world of Greyhawk one podcast at a time. This podcast is all about bringing the classic world of Greyhawk setting to life through Greyhawk creators, Greyhawk lore, Greyhawk streamers, Greyhawk stories, and of course the vibrant Greyhawk community of gamers. Thank you for tuning in and let the exploration of Dungeons & Dragons' most classic and revered setting, The World of Greyhawk, begin now. Welcome, Greyhawkians, to another episode of Greycast. This is Whitey Hobbit. With me, I have our co-pilot, Mateus. Hey. And we've got a very special guest, because that's what we usually do. We have special guests, and today is no different. (laughs) Uh, We got a guy that we met on the street and he knows a lot of stuff about greyhawk so we brought him in and got him some soup and uh we're gonna talk about <laughs> gonna talk about uh, greyhawk with josh josh welcome man
1: do so i get a free hat with that you soup? get a
0: free hat as soon as we have one made um so josh give us your handle so everybody knows because there's only a couple hundred joshes
1: uh i'm online known as zarathon sometimes yeah. zarathon and on
0: that Josh, the infamous Xerathon and on and on and on and on. Yeah, so man, welcome. Glad to have you aboard. Uh, and, uh, thanks for having me. Josh knows many things about lots of stuff. So I'm going to guess that this will be the first of multiple episodes in a series of Joshfulness, um, where we'll learn a lot about, uh, we will mine Greyhawk goodness from from Josh's soul. And today we're going to get into um, the stuff beyond the flaness, because apparently there's stuff beyond the flaness, um, but before we do there that. Is. There is, yeah. So before we do that, however, um, we it is customary here on Greycast to ask, how did you get your start in D, excuse me, and in Greyhawk? How did that happen for you, man? It was a lot of starts
1: and stops for me. Um, you know, uh, grew up in, you know, as a kid in the 70s and uh, growing up in Chicago uh, area um suburbs uh wasn't far from lake geneva not that you needed to be near it to know about it as you know we hear from like anna talking about how she was playing it in sweden probably before (laughs) i was (laughs) and um uh you know my my um my parents never liked me playing but the neighborhood kids were kind of into it they wanted me to go out and play sports instead it was there was never any satanic panic issue with uh with with my family it was more of just you know shouldn't you be kicking a soccer ball you know why don't you go out and you know and then when i was a teenager it was like why don't you go talk to some girls so my dad would call it like do dungeons and dumbbells when i was a little kid and then uh and when I started was and then when I tr- started playing again in college, you just call it dudes without dates, and you uh, were trying to dissuade me, and I, I did give it up too. Then And when I had kids, I got tired of watching them play video games, and uh, and I realized that like D and D was a lot of socialization, and so I got back into it a few years ago, um, for the kids, for the children the children it's always for the but children it's always but i i gained nothing spousal
0: relations when you position it that way with with mrs zarathon if there is such a person she, yeah. yeah there is she for um children honey yeah
1: no she she plays from time to time it's not her cup of tea uh but she'll indulge every now and then you know for the children
0: my wife will never play D, and that's okay it's not my, you know my
1: mother-in-law was never going to play D and D, but she was here for a visit. She's this very patrician, uh, str- very uh, no, no, mo- no funny business kind of, kind of, kind of gal. And I was, you know, as it was getting closer to her leaving time, I'm just like, "We're playing D and D tomorrow." And she's like, "I don't believe we'll be doing that." And then, um, event- you know, eventually we got like to the day before, and I'm like, "It's now or never." And she's like never would be fine with me and i'm just like no we're doing it because the kids love it you know and i had written an adventure uh we were basically playing um keep on the borderland right uh, yeah. kendall keep right set yep. in um you know the place that anna's got it on the map uh yeomanry thank you yeomanry this, you'll be doing this a lot by the way remembering for me Cause you know, I'm that age and, um, she had a, she was on the edge of her chair, just having a great time, totally engaged because I had written the adventure for her. Just like when Gary Gygax, you know, got Jim Ward to play and probably ran, uh, expedition to the barrier peaks. Cause Jim Ward just wanted laser guns and aliens and stuff like that, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and so, you know, well, yeah, I could make a real a game that Jim would really like. What if about a crash spaceship in Greyhawk, you know, and that would be, you know, jazz Jim. I mean, that's, I'm, I don't have any idea that any of that happened, but I could imagine it. And that was the, that was a tact I took. And again, she had a great time. Nice. Um, and uh, her character is now an NPC at, at, at uh, Kendall keep uh, a, a bookseller. Cause uh, that's what she's, she loves books. She's, nice. She was a former school teacher.
0: Yeah, back, back. What is it? Uh, background Sage. Yeah. Yes. In fifth and Fifth Edition. Yes,
1: we did play in Fifth Edition. I mean, <laughs> nice. Mostly playing Fifth Edition. I've run Lens module in First Edition AD&D. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I need help. Do we roll a twenty sided die, a six sided die for initiative? I can't remember.
0: All right. So now that we've got that settled, right? So you're probably in the category of Grognard back in the day, right? Um, do you have a preferred, uh, edition that you like to play in a preferred rule set nowadays?
1: Um, I mean, I like fifth edition because that's what people are playing. That's where the heat is. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm going to teach my kids how to play, uh, it's in fifth. That said, I've played in many since, you know, I was not around during a lot of the other editions. I mean, I was mostly AD and D and 2.0. And then, not really sure what the heck happened in college. I think I was still 2.0. Yeah, it was. And then um, and then the next thing I know, it's 5th edition.
0: <laughs> it's exactly my story. I tapped out for long enough, and I skipped from 2nd to 5th.
1: Yeah, I didn't even get to do any of the Living Greyhawk's, Greyhawk stuff. Nope. Um, anyway. Uh, so, I've played in, since then, now, uh, 3.5, Pathfinder, uh, what else? Castles and Crusades with this in a Steven Chenault game, which was awesome. Um, nice, nice. And um, yeah, I mean, tried a lot of different things. So, fifth editions, where the heat is, playing with kids, kids from the neighborhood, you know, that want to play. Turned out, my uh, step brother in law is uh also you know totally not the type of guy you'd think was was into d and d's it's, it's you know kind of a little bit of jack retired mm. military uh you know financial dude who you know goes golfing and uh my my wife's like oh, i just found out the strangest thing it's like you know and she's she tells me about how you know Tim is going to the uh Tim goes to games plus two and then monday nights he's running a game uh, he's more of a dcc guy mutant crawl classics
0: no. uh, he's okay.
1: actually now written and you know like what do you do during the pandemic i don't know write a module so he's actually written and sold some, cool. some modules um, for mutant crawl classics i think <laughs> and uh one day i will join him in at least playing uh or watching uh in his monday night game over at the friendly local game store we call Games
0: Plus. Nice, man. Nice. Nice. So, let's uh, let's get to our topic du jour. We want to talk a little bit about, apparently, there are things beyond the flaness. So, we'll just start with, what the hell is beyond the flaness?
1: So, thanks for asking, Wiley. Yeah. Uh, like beyond totally the finesse, a the, question. It's question. Okay, I mean, the flanness is supposedly the cradle of humanity, right? Um, does that mean there's no humans outside of the flaness? No, because even the gourd books tell, tell us when they go into the sea of dust and they're meeting these people from Changol and stuff like that, that there are humans out there, right? So you're learning in the gourd books that there's stuff beyond the Flinesse, um that are human as well. Uh, but we also know there's monstrous stuff out there too. Um, this is a huge topic. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the, I mean, we're going to, we're going to look and talk about the different maps for a minute. Okay. So, number one, you got the obvious, that old black and white map, right? That shows just all of it is just one big, you know, no detail. Uh, Then you've got the Dragon Annual map, which has a lot more detail. Regions named with terrible names, as is the custom, <laughs> right? Rule 41, bad at naming, right? So if you want to have something that's traditional Greyhawk, you got to look around and say, uh, you know, here's a screwdriver. Hmm. We could probably come up with a name off of this. Let's mix up the name screwdriver, jumble the letters around, or, or something like that. How about work? Yeah. Work uh, ridever or something, you know. That's the name of you now whatever. And I'm gonna see the screwdriver four more times, by the way. And I'm gonna come up with other manjas around the name. Dragon Annual One, some really, you know, cringy names. Nippon for the 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 Japan the Japan analog, <laughs> right? If anyone knows, that's the their, their own name, like yeah, you know, uh, for it. Uh, Zindia for the India analog. <laughs> Oh, I should pull it up just so I can keep la- making myself laugh. Let me find it. It's pretty over. good. Um, oh, the best uh, and most horrible is is Orc Now, here's the thing: if someone made this as like kind of like a note that this is what we're gonna kind of do for it, and maybe we'll change the names later, that would make sense. Like these are the analogs, right? That we want to use to as seed culture, right? Yep. I mean, who knows what you'll write inside, right? Um, but, you know, that was going to be with the seed culture. I think Orc, right? You know, someone must have just watched wizards, right? And was like, you know, Nazi orcs. Yeah, let's do that. Put those there. Um, the high con eight and the low con eight, obviously, that's, uh, you know, con, not not Star Trek con, but like uh, Kublai Khan, Genghis Khan. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh,
2: Star Trek Con would be cooler. You know what it would be
1: cooler. And uh, Rule Forty Two: Do whatever you want, because <laughs> because that's what they did. You know, a lot of times we try and pull too tight to Greyhawk lore and say, "Well, we never saw one of those." It's like, but they also back then did whatever they wanted. <laughs> Come on, have you not learned how to play? it so uh, it depends on who you're talking to and what their attitudes are and and what. You know, what gives them oxygen or pleasure? You know, do they want to? I want to make this as a lot of times, some of us are, you know, hooked on nostalgia and we just want to make this as old school as possible. So we're going to go back to the Fliness and we're going to run maybe a, a mashup of uh, GDQ one through seven just to, you know, get some of the old nostalgic serotonins, whatever. Um, Hyperborea, uh that's like an and, a land of, of you know ice and snow. Um, yeah, that Gigantia. There's a couple references to that, which uh, sometimes it shows as a land that's broken up, uh, that's land of giants, and there's even the sea is called the Jot- heim Sea, right? So that's very like you know you know frost gianty sounding. Um, there's the elven lands up in the north uh and then the elvanian forest down below kingdom of the marches in there mysticum whatever blah 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 fireland sounds like a bunch of uh vikings um empire of lynn is a ca- shout out to uh black moon chronicles which we'll talk about too as well lo- as well as erupt um course the celestial sea dragon island celestial imperium that's all It's all china uh and then um gulf of ishtar not sure what that one is i think there's a call there's an expl- explanation but the turkish turkish that's another black moon chronicles reference uh and then of course the red kingdom is a bunch of
0: dwarves i think
1: that Uh live in the like red stain rocks, something Mm. anyway.
0: So these are all regions you're listing off of some resource. So tell us a little bit about that. Like where are you? Yeah, that was the
1: this is the dragon annual map we're talking about. Dragon annual map. Okay. Yeah, there's about a paragraph of, of, of information on each one of these, right? Uh and one of the things to take note of is that look if you look you see something called Sewell Empire, and it is in the Sea of Dust. So one of the things that you could conclude is that this is an old, old, old map. Mm -hmm. So you can take all this with a grain of salt and say, all right, that's fine. Um, so So back then, whenever this map was drawn, whenever the Sewell Empire existed, the Empire of Lin also existed which again is black moon chronicles that's freud of all so that's a map to consider right when looking at western or and each one again only has about a paragraph and each one of those uh nations um you know i mean you're, you're pretty much free to do what you want uh but some of those names on there are call-outs to other sources which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Like so, for instance, you don't see Changle down there in Zindia. Right. right even right. though we know that yeah. Changle's down there.
2: And correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but it doesn't the Dragon Annual article state like in game that the um, cartographer who who yeah. <laughs> made the map just made stuff up? Oh
1: or something like it, that. I think I think it does call out some yeah there there's some I don't think it says made it up but if only one of us had an access to a dragon annual one anyway. Mm, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I mean it's it's a short read, right? And you're talking about like the first paragraph or two there which it undermines the let's say credibility. So you can after so after taking all this into consideration, you can dismiss it all if you want. But it's still calling out some things that we know exist. So in um, there's a couple of uh, canon references. I think in like uh, one of the Greyhawk castle uh, or the you know the uh, the ruins of the castle. You know where everyone goes adventuring you know go let's let's leave Greyock City and go do some adventuring there's a couple references like um, one of the major characters trained in his dragon riding and whatever with the dragon riders of Lynn, right which uh, is a reference out, to out here and then there's something else about a reference to the mirror masters of Lynn, which is another reference again all this is Black Moon Chronicles reference. Right? <coughs> Freud of all again Freud of all was the guy I think who originally uh, tried to put together the uh, um, Oriental Adventures. Um, he did a bunch of work uh, there and, and, and some other areas. I, ultimately, I think it got put out by somebody else. Uh, and... um get you know, absorbed some,
2: by the realms?
1: Uh, well, yeah, right. I mean, we don't know if it was meant to go there in the Celestial Sea area, Celestial Imperium, but it would make sense. Uh, do, you know, there are some elements that connect in the Oriental Adventures that make you think, you know what, that really feels like it went there, like it was meant for there, um, but not any like concrete, nothing, nothing like this is clear evidence. But, uh, you know, it's called the Celestial Empire and the Celestial Sea and Dragon's Island. So you can kind of, you know, figure that out however you want and Nippon as well because uh, that's nippon is actually technically more where you get a lot of the oa stuff like the ronin and whatever although black moon chronicles does have a character from the empire and the empire of lynn that comes from the far east and he's a samurai ronin uh character so the east of lynn <laughs> that puts you in the celestial imperium or upon or if he was either further even further hmm. so that's that's the that's the dragon annual map the next map you have to take a look at is this map that makes Anna just shake her head and cry um, well, which we didn't is want to do that <laughs> well it was it's it's a very rough map and and uh, and while we you know we, we can blame skip for some of the dragon annual map uh, he says that he you know it was probably found in a desk drawer and handed to him with just names on it or something and he had to write the and he had a weekend to do it right he talks about that in uh in interviews um i can i can put the the screws to, to him when i when i see him at gary year, find out uh more but um the next map that we probably consider is the sundered empires map you guys know what i'm talking about
2: yeah i just uh i just I, I uh, it's a uh, yonder one, right?
1: Uh, is that Rick Dukarthian's map? I think so that's not the Sunner Empire's map, but that is one of my favorite maps. Pre Anna, of course. Sorry, Rick. Yes. Um, so what Rick did, you want to talk about that one then?
2: No, I. You can talk about whichever one you want.
1: <laughs> Let's hit Sundered Empires. We'll come around. The, I, you know, this is, just trying to lay down a bunch of stuff, and then we talk about the. Um, we talk about uh, you know things getting better, <laughs> and Rick Rick uh, Dukarthian, uh Miller, uh, Dukarthian is his handle on uh, like cannon fire and stuff. Uh, you know, it was not as detailed as I don't know, was, you know, Joe Block or Greyhawk Ragnar and one of those guys have a darlene style map with like every river and tree named for all of this um and a lot of it you know he just made up which is you know fine but it's it's different so um when we look at the uh if you just look at like sundered empire uh map or something oh
2: it's um, the it's the duck map
1: is that what that is Looks yeah, like I guess
2: it so. looks like a big duck duck's head doesn't it Yeah
1: yeah I guess so kind of facing down maybe yep. or looking at you like yeah, looking leaning over and looking at you Oh <laughs> yeah I see I can't that I think it over
0: the fact that the flaness is such a small portion of the overall earth
1: and you know some people say and that's why we hate this half of the map because it's totally unrealistic or something and I'm like D&D all right yeah i mean sure fine i don't care. you know how do you know yeah, it's a fantasy game <laughs> well i mean you you could say well a, a planet would never form this way I, you know what I, I don't this doesn't bother me <laughs> i guess that's what i'm saying exactly, exactly. i can i can work my i can work with this um but this map covers a vast amount of space and has like you know maybe seven eight words in here total uh but it does break out the major empires which makes sense because that foresty thing there underneath mordengard is about the size of the entire great kingdom so in terms of empires these are large i kind of consider these broad swaths you know kind of swaths into what lands they control Mm -hmm. um some of it's nominally right so, this is Sundered Empires, right? It was originally purely supposed to be a mini game. The, there's defined miniature packs, which are all kind of thematic around each other. And you can get a lot of extra information through the Dragon Magazine articles that Promise wrote, Chris Promise of Green Ronin, because uh, he was kind of the principal uh, architect. Um, behind a lot of this uh you know and then you know when when he's talked about it you know uh you find out that you know he he was getting pushed around quite a bit (laughs) bit, you know that so i don't think he would call this his best work uh or Mm -hmm. even necessarily want to put his name next to it And might punch me for saying so (laughs) um so to go around and kind of talk about him you can if you're doing something in northwest oerth Um you can uh let's see. Um grab the yeah, I'm trying to look up a thing because I'm well anyway, all right. So the ones you see, and then I'll talk about the one you don't. Um so you've got, let's see narish right um which uh that's basically um gnolls hungry gnolls um and uh they're led by this guy jangir who's uh, uh he's the half fiend son of yen you know gua know yeah the deity Yenogu, yeah yeah i know the guy you're talking to talking
0: um
1: now yeah and so that's them what uh right uh, you've got next door you got ravilla which are a bunch of elves who are like guarding these like portals to i think the abyss and there's like seven of them or something like that and they're trying to keep them closed and they're kind of jerks they almost kind of remind me a little bit of pharisees from gdq one through seven in the demon web pits right Mm -hmm. they're not They've, they've, you know, for a long time, they had like human slaves and stuff and, and, and gnome slaves that were, or I'm sorry, uh, prisoners with jobs. Um, and uh, let's see. And so they're kind of busy. They were the, like the big force in the area. And now it's kind of fallen apart. Uh, and next up would be like the People's Republic of Mordengard, I think is the name of it. Uh, like the full name is not just Mordengard. Right. Um, and then uh, they're exactly imagine communist, like a real communist China type of analog to But with dwarfs.
0: Right.
1: Um they own it, they they also kind of own a little bit of a chunk of that forest as well. Um, in addition to thallos. Now thallos is the humans and the gnomes for the most part. They escaped from revilla humans. And, the, and uh, they helped basically with the gnomes to clear the land underneath in that island. And they've since extended back in oh. uh, to the mainland, right? And uh, the free states below have some vaguest of descriptions. A lot of times people put Lynn down in there that it's a, a former state. Um, Cause really, Lynn again is from Black Moon Chronicles. There's really three, five major cities total which we'll go we'll talk about later but that's kind of where you can put that stuff um and then you got drazen's horde coming around the mountain here they came from beyond the south uh, beyond the desert to the south so you knew that there was something down there and it talks about their desert crossing and stuff like that and now they're they've settled down there and they're mostly uh like orcs and hobgoblins and, you know, goblinoids. Yeah, Uh, so they're goblinoids for the most part. Hmm. And then you come around to what seems like it's the last one is Ammit's Legion. And those are like uh, Red Scythe, meaning uh, priests of Nerul um and undead the guy himself is a i think a like a lich or something like that um but usually think like uh you know evil priests and um an undead so um now the one you don't see and then there's in the middle is this grand melee area known as the disputed regions right what you don't see is in the disputed regions underneath it are the killsec drow from the vault of the drow who are exiles. Uh, You can go read about it in Dragon Magazine number 297. I can't remember. Um, But I think it's called like Exiles of the Vault or something like that. And that's around when there's a lot of these uh, promise articles which kind Mm -hmm. of tell you more about gives you a lot of flavor about the different uh, organizations here. You want to learn more. Um, and they're all fighting to find several artifacts of a killed god, the son of like something Alia, sacred Alia, shield, something Alia, the shield mother, who's the mother of three deities Stratus, the god who's dead, who's the lawful, neutral god of war, erroneous, whom we know, and Hexter, who's Hexter is the lawful evil god of war, right?
2: Sure, Josh. Okay, right.
1: <laughs> so uh, she's their mother. Uh, Ali is also the patron deity for Thallos, by the way. So Stern Ali is her handle. I can't remember what. So, uh, yeah, so you've got basically a god war going on. Um, mm-hmm. So imagine kind of like the the Iusian chaos and whatever of the shield lands through the the disputed regions and uh, and not only that but coming up from below is killsec drought and everyone's trying to get the artifacts because if you claim like all three artifacts then you get to be the lawful neutral god of war and so everyone kind of wants that for themselves right um the killsec didn't want to originally be part of it though but when the drops of blood of Stratus, whatever, fell upon their city they found, which is a former gift city that they kind of yeah. took over, um, they got led there by a mind flare. I mean, it was like almost, you know, voop, they were there. So, what's the timeline here for Sundered Empires? I don't know, 590 something? You know, I mean, this is like now. Yeah. And, um, and
2: so, so, what's so, that? For, so, for those uh, um, who don't know exactly what you're talking about, we've got the first map you talked about was Dragon Annual, Ma- Dragon Magazine Annual Number One. This one is the Sundered Empire map that's in the Chainmail Wiz- Wizards Chainmail game.
1: Yeah, like 3.0, though. They like for version three or something because yeah. uh, there was the original, chain, it's like black
2: and white box stuff, whatever. Right. The the Chainmail that went with third edition D&D
1: yeah exactly that yeah chris promise was the often the author in those articles which you Mm -hmm. can find in dragon magazine um and then there's also a few uh things one of the more interesting ways to kind of visualize who's in what is to go look at those packs that you can find some good resources on like here are all the things you could buy and it would be like all right, this is uh, like an automaton that the dwarves of Mordengard made, which is basically like an iron golem of whatever, something. Um, the Bloodskyth, uh folks had some kind of like, you know, blood golem or something. I don't remember. You'd have to, you'd have to go through the packs, but it, they do paint a picture. There's specific, you know, characters. You can find out who all the leaders are. Obviously, a lot of times, Ahmet, it's Ahmet, Drazen Sword, it's Drazen. Um uh wait is stern alia the name of the leader of pellas i can't remember right now and um and Narish again it's not Narish right it's you know it's somewhere else but anyway, um so you've got all these at war and so one of the things that i've done uh when putting something in here is you know uh You are some uh, sometimes at the mercy of some of these war parties because that's what you buy in terms of like little minis. but uh, I don't use minis. Um, Nothing wrong with them. I just it's not my cup of tea. And you know that's a good way to start characters off. Kind of having to, you know, living in. I you know you're you're in this little forest village. In the disputed regions right and all of a sudden you know may a bunch of you are refugees from all sorts of places and all of a sudden drazen hordes come sweeping in they're going to kill everyone who isn't uh, a goblinoid and then everyone who is gets recruited you know uh like join us or die type of thing.
0: here are your choices yeah
1: yeah so you know fighting back against them you know so if you're playing fifth edition and you're cool with goblins you, and, and goblin types then you could sit there and have them choose choose your side and say i don't want to go with those guys they're jerks you know um and uh you know please don't you know my kids actually uh ran into a situation i, I put to them where uh they found a destroyed goblin village in the forest <clears throat> and uh you know, maybe just a couple survivors i can't remember you know they Sir so my, my 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 son's ranger was able to pick up the track. they you know they they hunted them down and they they freed those goblins, right? Um, from Drazen's horde who was you know marching them off for indoctrination. Yes. So Unboarding,
0: I believe that they called it. Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> so um, that See, kind of right. mm, that's, that kind of sums up a lot most of the Sundered Empires. Again, you could go and uh, we actually found, I remember, uh, there's like a throne room scene in one of the in the Thalos, uh, I think, dragon. And it's got a banner on it. And I'm like, Anna, look. If they've got, it's, it's, it's heraldry. It's heraldry. <laughs> Un- you know, and she's like, yeah, you know, starts yeah. bouncing.
0: So, one of the angles we take with these conversations is we're pretty convinced that of the seven or eight people who tune in once in a while, at least one of them has to be a DM. And we're operating under the assumption that they would love to know how to incorporate some of what we talk about into their own game, uh, their own breakout game. So we've been talking about resources, and I think that's a big part. Um, the Dragon, you can pick up on uh, Drive RPG. I know that much. Um, I don't know where you would find the chainmail if you wish to purchase it or I maybe... get the dra-
1: I'd start with maybe yeah I mean there's there's old stuff right there's but the the dragon magazine articles by promise are are, are,
0: are chocked with, with lore yeah that's what's cool is there's a lot of the see I really Chock just is a not, strong word but loaded perhaps yeah i just am a complete neophyte when it comes to anything uh west of the Flinness, and i just had no idea all of this exists and to know that like the sundered empire is happening right now air quote you know in our current sort of current day
1: and the kills are over there seven, six
0: yeah and so that to me sounds like ample opportunity for adventure um yes and and the world is sort of your oyster
1: well, isn't it everywhere though, at the end it of the is, day, it is I mean, you can do, it's not like you sit there to somebody, let's say they're new players to d d or they're new to Greyhawk. It's not like you're going to sit there at the beginning of it, the adventure and go, I'm now going to read to you from the book of my campaign guide that explains everything for four hours.
0: Yes. There, and there that's be our a test on Monday.
1: Yeah. yeah. There'll be a test. On, I mean, no, you just, you know, how did I learn about Greyhawk? Uh, I played uh, Temple of Elemental Evil and that turns out it was in Greyhawk and then the next thing you know uh, we played uh, and I didn't even put it together that we played uh, we just played them separately Um, uh, uh, Slave Lords and then uh, I played uh, part of GDQ 1 through 7 never got never got into the vault of the drow we never went underground really past uh, King Snur's deal but that was when I was younger. Now that I'm older, I realized, shoot, I've been playing in Greyhawk all along. I mean, I, yeah. I played all those gold box games and stuff right on the PC. I played tons of, read every single Dragonlance book and whatever when they were coming out. Nothing better going to the mall, go to Walden Books, go play some video games, stop off, go watch a movie at the theater there, go over to, you know, the the Garibaldi's P- Pizza, yeah. grab a pizza a slice that you had to fold in half. I don't know why it was not Chicago style. That was that's for sure. Let's and then the East Coast, man. And then go over to Games Plus Gamers Paradise. It was called Gamers Paradise in the mall. I mean it was it was just all around, you know, you could get them get books. Although sometimes I was also buying the what was those Remo Williams, the Adventure Begins and Guardians and Mac Remo Bolin Williams, and all those. Uh, yeah. That's
0: going back. So I guess lesson here is there's a lot of opportunity west of the Flanness, as if the Flanness weren't large enough, but if you wish to escape the oppressive Grognardian canon that we're all, you know, so well indoctrinated in, you can just head west, young man, young woman, and go out into the, uh, and there's a lot. Uh, The Sundered Empire is kind of the western half of Orth, but there's a bunch of stuff in between um that i think is you mentioned uh the black uh
1: i'll buy you a free ticket to virtual gary Con if you sing go west
0: okay nice yeah no I'm gonna, <laughs> i don't think anybody wants to, to really <laughs> okay hear all that all right. um but that's the thing is there's a ton of stuff i'm kind of curious is there any connection to things we might know in and around the Flaness. There's a couple of God relations and things, but is there any connection to this area beyond the Flaness that, that, you know, that we could connect to from the Flaness? Are there any races of people or uh, traditions or deity connections?
1: Um, not really. Uh, the biggest like canon connections are gonna be around the Empire of Lin references, right? Robilar, yeah. uh, you know trained with the uh the dragon riders of lin and hmm. you know um yeah, as i said i mean I, I, the stuff i've already said really uh you know the references that the guys in Changle from uh the gourd books when he's playing around in the sea of dust with you know lita the clone of what's her doodle the drow mm. I, 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 not Everard, what's her name some of the name, probably um, anyway who is it Lita clone Greyhawk Gord Lita clone Greyhawk it doesn't even matter
0: consulting the Oracle eh?
1: Lita is the clone of Eklavdra
0: oh Eklavdra yeah from the giant modules
1: yes and uh, and, and more right because I yeah. think doesn't she wind up becoming like a, a consort to <laughs> uh, Gr- Gratz, whatever
0: yeah I think she ties forward into the draw modules, right?
1: Well, that for sure. but yeah. but I think uh, yeah, I think I think she gets she gets uh, a lot more play. So um, so yeah, there's the references out to Lynn, which kind of brings us to talking about Black Moon Chronicles.
0: The Black moon Chronicles that's it.
1: So BMC uh, was originally written in French. It's like
0: 21 22
1: uh, issues about one a year type of thing or one every few years, um, written by uh, Francois Marcella Freudeval. Um My library has a Hoopla subscription, which is basically where I go to my library's webpage. I type in what I want and it says, yeah, you can virtually check it out through Hoopla. They have every single uh, Black Moon Chronicles comic uh, except for the newest one that they released. And like like guys did at the end of the chord novels, he does destroy the oh, the Earth somewhere down the path when he realized that Gary wasn't coming back. We weren't going to get this together. I'm never going to get to put my stuff in Northwest Earth. I'm going to my own dang planet because that was kind of the plan, right? I mean, it was it was known that uh, you know Freud of all was going to be uh you know lo- located in the west area freudeville's area and uh the the black moon chronicles area has like maybe five major cities one of them uh scissorgy is like the you know led by basically gold dragons i think who are most of the time in human form they're self-righteous and they're they're decent folk uh or you know they're righteous maybe not self-righteous um and they actually kind of uh overlap with thallos uh that island up there yep. and then down the coast a little bit is uh Alton Guard, which are the you know if the pale got even worse and more corrupt that's mm-hmm. all so imagine like the pale but like not just annoying not just self-righteous but like full on like debauchery, decadent, corrupt. Oh wow! And the then yards, little, is this. And then yeah, and then a little south of that, down the coast, kind of maybe almost to, oh, not quite to the free states, but that's where we call it a lot of times. Um, is uh, um, Lynn the the main capital? And then off to the east, there's like the humanoid, two big humanoid cities, which are uh, Mork and uh, like Hak something or another and those are the, like the two big you know where the black moon guy comes from hmm. um
2: okay. but
1: the main character in black moon chronicles is this dude who's got psionics uh in french i think they call it mentat or something like that and it gets translated as mentat skills um and he kind of just gets given a lot of stuff which is you know he's, there's no you know rise and fall to the adventure a lot of times it's just win 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 all he does is win 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 um and, you know, he's got a succubus for a girlfriend and, his, oh, you know, you. one of his buddies is a, because uh, she killed his actual girl that he that is his, el, his elven girlfriend. And uh, he, he's apparently meant for bigger things. I think he's like a, I guess the, the equivalent of a, like an air Genasi at this point, um, mm-hmm. because he's got some kind of elemental air deity patron. Um, and and um, he winds up basically taking over the whole kit and caboodle. Um, the forces of Lynn are, are, are tough, but you know, he winds up, uh, surmounting them. Even the, again, when you look at the, even the Tharkish empire, you know, coming in, you know, that's like a Greco-Roman kind of styled, uh, uh, oh, okay. Thing with yeah. like come in in their big war galleys, right? You know whatever, and they're sure. Uh, you know they get they get just smooshed <laughs> by him. Uh, and um, the and Lynn itself is kind of you know your typical more high fantasy castle age whatever uh, type of thing. Um, so that's that's a bit of it. Uh, off to the east, where to the right of the Duck Bill is where europe is Mm -hmm. um and that's where like mefretron one of the big deity non-deity super i guess it would be more like the queen of pain or something he's like a Mm -hmm. deity not deity i think and uh from uh you know planescape
0: yep
1: and um you know he's a he's a factor kind of a mentor at times to to uh the main guy Wismerhill, uh which i think like means like whisper something or another in French, and uh, you know, um, we might get to see. Uh, I mean, we've tried to reach out to him to get him on the show, you know, for an interview to talk about his time with TSR. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, you know, uh, sent him a thing, and then um, Luke Gygax actually was trying to get him to come do some virtual or international. He was trying to get him to do a panel like on international gaming, and Luke remembers him growing up because you know he was there right he was right. you know he'd come over to the house uh and you know play around with everybody doing a little role play it was put on a black cape and you know go i'm evil he would say <laughs> look what tells these stories and dumb and uh uh his daughter actually saw the, the comment on her, his Facebook page, like, Hey, you know, whatever. And so he, she's trying to get him in contact with them. And that would be cool to get him to say some stuff. Um, Cause like I said, they utterly just dis- utterly destroyed the earth and went to a planet that was pretty much filled with what was called like o- Ophidians, like these snake people, like straight up, uh, no, they, they, they look like, um, yaunty. Right um the the ones that have the snake heads the snake bodies but Mm -hmm. human arms so uh and that's who they were struggling against but that's another world and we don't i just (coughs) say well he didn't destroy the earth neither gary gygax none of that's canon
0: that's right still there
1: i said so so 41
0: you've heard it here first folks so uh, long story short, wrapping up, there is plenty to do if you're uh into Greyhawk and you wish to expand beyond the western borders of the Flanness. And then looking at the map, um, uh, Anna, Anna Meyer, <laughs> maps. yeah, yeah, maps. Um, Anna Meyer has got this all mapped out, so pay, uh, be a patron of hers and you'll get more uh stuff than you can shake a uh wand of magic missiles at. Um, and
1: check out the check out Rick Dukarthian's map too, he took came along and replaced all the garbage names with good names. Like instead of calling it the Albanian forest, you called it the old amber forest. That I mean, sounds mm-hmm. nice, right? Yep. Makes you think yep. of like autumn. Yeah. Draconic Imperium of Lynn.
2: Where would we oh, find so... that that map?
1: Oh the Dukarthian one? Yeah. I direct message him on Cannonfire and say can I have your copy of your map or Google it? Probably Rick Miller Dukarthian. Yeah. Uh map D U I C. I don't know some
0: or even orth rick miller's orth yeah, yeah probably yep probably find it that way but yeah. but bottom line um there's a lot of stuff to do beyond the flaness um and i'm guessing that uh between zarathon and the crew on the Cannonfire fire discord or the rayhawk online discord um if you just ask in there buckle your seatbelt. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> we, we, you will see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I I, I know I, I got it. And I think Joe Block and I, I know Christoph, we all have we're all big fans of uh Beyond the Flanes because it's and Carlos has got he's holding it, you know, in ready. He's got Fireland written. So that's like the stepping stone. Yeah, there was actually uh oh, there is uh something in like where uh some guy from fireland uh a couple couple sentences about fireland references in 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 radic in marner mm-hmm. where this like or whatever and he talked about fireland first like you know a, a sentence or three or a paragraph i can't remember but yeah there's references there in canon to to fireland
2: and so if anybody wants if anybody, okay. wants, if anybody it um, seemed
1: like they were viking uh the, the norse right. they're they're similar to the norse folk Sorry, uh,
2: and um, as always, if somebody's looking for some quick uh write-ups on these uh realms on the in Western Orc, uh, I was looking, and the the Greyhawk online wiki has some pretty good stuff, um, on these um kingdoms. I believe Christoph is a fan of the, this. Yes, he is this, the the side of the the map. Yeah, so, he might
1: he might he might argue with some of my points. By the way have him on as in in well, That's and, and the retort. fun part,
0: man. That's the fun part. Yeah. And, or get out.
1: us both on. We can argue. Oh, there you go.
0: We just sit back and let you go. I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, wrapping up, we always uh, ask where can people connect with you if they wish to do so, if you wish to tell us.
1: Yeah, that's fine. i um, on Cannonfire Discord, Xerathon. Uh, um, I am Xerathon at GaryCon.com. If you want to hit me up with email, uh during the pandemic, I got involved with the Gary GaryCon folks doing the virtual convention and now I'm helping with the physical convention. Yes. It's just, you know, everything that uh that I want is was happening there. So I'm like, you know, I should probably get involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's also kid friendly. Uh so I can drag my kids there. Uh I'm not gonna do it this year just because of COVID and I'm gonna be working the whole time, but uh when my wife can take them and drag them around the games and that's that's going to happen more often
0: gotcha all right well thanks for joining us um and as we mentioned at the beginning uh you've got plenty more of uh plenty more things to discuss and share with our listeners so we will probably uh circle back with you at a later date and uh talk further thanks for having me all right man appreciate Cheers. it Cheers. Yeah. thanks for joining us uh you can follow us on twitter at Greycast 576 and until next time, be safe out there, be nice to one another, and we'll see you on the next episode of GrayCast. You've been listening to the GrayCast podcast, where we explore the world of Greyhawk one podcast at a time. Mateus and I are excited to share our passion for the world of Greyhawk with each of you. We'll drop episodes every other Monday featuring all things Greyhawk. Please refer us to all your cool, nerdy and friends and allies. Even your most hated enemies at the gate. You can find our podcast on Spotify. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at GreyCast576 to keep up with GreyCast. Until next time, remember... It's a dangerous business going out your door. You step onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where
2: you might be swept off to.